Yes, um, I think first of all, just to emphasize to the listeners, what we're actually forecasting this year for growth is 0.8 percentage points, which is a substantial downward revision from our previous forecast. And of course, that's reflecting external headwinds from lower uh, commodity prices, like lower platinum prices, like lower iron ore prices, which South Africa exports a lot of. But it's also reflecting domestic constraints in the economy, uh, where we see infrastructure bottlenecks, uh, where we see policy uncertainty, where we see the drought rain also weighing on growth prospects going forward. So we basically argue in the report that there's need for fundamental reform to lift South Africa's long-term growth prospects from their very current low levels of current growth. Mm. And and what are the uh, factors that that you're focusing on when you you're putting together uh, these figures? Well, basically, we're looking at a global economic outlook where growth is inching up slowly in EMs, or in, sorry, globally, but in emerging markets, and in particular China, growth is slowing more rapidly than anticipated with knock-on effects into commodity prices. So we're factoring the external environment into account, but we're also factoring in the domestic environment, where we have a drought, where we also have fiscal policy having to adjust and monetary policy tightening rates. We expect very low growth growth this year of just 0.8%. So our forecast incorporates all those effects. And uh, in your view, well, we'll talk broadly about uh, emerging markets, but South Africa really, should it change its uh, its reliance perhaps on, uh, on uh, natural resources, maybe move away from that and uh, start introducing things like, uh, you know, the ICT and focusing on, on other sectors so that then we can grow the economy more than less than 1, 1% that you focused in? No, I couldn't agree more. I think it's very important that South Africa looks at new engines of growth. I think we highlight some of these in the report, for, uh, the potential, for example, that as China rebalances and moves towards services. There could be a huge increase in demand for services from South Africa and consumer goods. So South Africa needs to shift its export composition away from commodities to be able to take advantage of that increased demand over the longer term from China. If it was able to do that, it could actually boost the level of GDP in 2030 by about four percentage points if it was able to do that. And that's why in the report we do highlight the issue of domestic competition, particularly competition in telecoms and and broadband as one way as to which South Africa could lower the input costs facing exporters, facing producers, to allow them to become more competitive and to allow them to compete abroad more successfully. Can can any of, of the agencies like yourselves, uh, uh, Ms. Perfield, uh, the IMF, uh, the rating agencies, really say for sure with certainty when can we expect an upswing in the emerging markets? Because uh, uh, what's weighing down the economies really? It's it's a, a mix of issues. It's not just one particular issue per emerging uh, uh, you know um, economy. When you go to China, you, you are faced with a number of issues. When you go to India, and so on and so on. I, you, you pose a difficult question and in which we economists had a crystal ball. But what I can tell you is that at least for the near term, we're, support, we're forecasting that commodity prices will remain relatively low for the next five years. Not at the current extremely low levels, they'll uptick slightly. 
but they will be far below the peaks we've seen in recent years. So we are seeing that this will be a slower pace of external growth facing EM for the current years. And in fact, this year, I think when we look at the emerging market stage, it's shaping up to be an extremely difficult year for emerging markets, given the slowdown in China, the fall in commodity prices, and now the exodus of capital flows from emerging markets as the U.S. is raising interest rates.